Can I can I start by uh, getting a tiny bit of advice before we get stuck into the podcast this evening? I've got a new pair of shoes, Richie, as you yeah. can see. What do you think of my loafers that I'm wearing today? You I like, like them? Very smart. Kind of sandy-coloured, uh, suede loafers. The heels are absolutely killing me. Absolutely. Rip, rip me heels off today. I don't know I'm going to get home. As in, uh, what? Breaking a new pair of shoes. the back of them or, or like the actual sole heel? Back of me heel. What you need is a shoehorn. What? What you need is a shoehorn. They, what, something from, like, the 1800s? They don't have them anymore, I don't they think. They do, they do. I, I, I bought a massive, uh, massive shoehorn from Ikea, uh, which means you don't have to bend down. Literally can just do it. Is that like a joke? It's like a joke thing or something? It's not it? a joke thing. No, no, no. I can see right now, I can see what you're doing to that heel. Loosening the heel. No, if you stuck a shoehorn in that and put your shoe on with a shoehorn, I promise you the heel would be fine. Seriously, though, that is a thing from an age gone by. It's not like shoehorns I would put up there with clay pipes. Stuff you'd find in a ditch from Saxon times. They've gone out of fashion, but trust me, they need to come back into fashion because they're great and they will prolong the life of your shoes. How long is this long extended shoehorn you got? Uh, Up to me groin. So stood on the floor up to you. That's quite a long shoehorn, mm. isn't it? It is. Yeah. I'm imagining in my mind. Do you remember when Roger Federer was given a giant pipe by the people of Switzerland? <laughs> yes. That kind of length. You can get your traditional fist-sized shoehorn. Can you? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll um, get yourself a shoehorn. Get myself a shoehorn. Thanks very much. Particularly if you're going on holiday for two weeks, you don't want to have bad ankles en français. Certainly don't. I don't want that. It's French for that, but I don't want that. Les ankles bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is the podcast look. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Do you know what? If you and I concentrate for the next 51 minutes, yeah. that means Absolute Radio will have knocked out yet another no-repeat guarantee. So we've just got to concentrate and not accidentally repeat a song. 51 minutes, that's all we've got to do. Oh, I feel like I'm going to do it now. You never knew you'd been told not to do something. <laughs> going to do it. Going to George Ezra, it. it's home time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Uh, so I'm currently listening to an audiobook lecture series about medieval times mm-hmm. at the moment. It's just the way I am. I, I love all these little kind of weird bits of history and stuff like that. I mean, walking around today listening to it, it sounds horrible being alive in medieval times. I wouldn't have liked it. It's a, a real hard work. The, the tights, the tunics, the loot, the whole thing, nightmare. Uh, but the worst thing about it was they were obsessed with hell, terrified of hell. And what hell looks like. Here's a bit of hell music, just to get you into the mood. And there's all these terrifying paintings and stuff like that about I hell. don't think we've ever started off the show in such an uplifting way. We need to start... I, I've always wanted to start a radio show talking about hell. <laughs> but and it's just loads of different... Everyone had different visions of what hell was like. And it was all the worst things in one place. That's the kind of mm. thing with hell. I thought, what, what a good little thing to start the show with tonight, get people thinking... In your opinion, what does hell look like? Because I don't know if we've still nailed it wow. all these years after in 2019. <laughs> what is in hell? I just want to put this out there. Bear with me on this, folks. No, I like it. I think hell is full of uh, loads of tangled together mobile phone charger wires. Oh, like in our kitchen, in our house, we've got one electronics drawer. Not only has it got mobile phones, it's like a sea of them. It's also got thousands of USB wires for different items with different ends. Yep. But only they only fit one specific bit of tech that we don't currently any, uh, own anymore. That's what I think might be in hell. Hell to me. Go on then. What's in hell, Richie? Hell to me looks like this. It's a mini roundabout. Yeah. Three exits at it. <laughs> and at every exit is a car edging out inch by inch oh. because no one knows who's going first. One massive, never-ending Mexican standoff at a mini roundabout. <laughs> it's it's, a, that's hell. Hell is a mini roundabout with everyone going, is it me? Is it, is it me? Is it, uh, uh, oh, uh, I just feel uh, sick and uh, thinking uh, about it. Yeah, that's hell. 
We've had a very unusual start to the show. Uh, based on my current audiobook about life and medieval times, we're asking you this question. In your opinion, what does hell look like? What is in hell? Can I add another one in? Of course you can. Hell is a... Uh, it's like a landscape of corners of kitchen cabinets at hip height. <laughs> just walking through, just bruising yourself. It's that little, just below the hip bruise everywhere. Jordan says... Hell is Steve Bruce's Newcastle United manager. Wait, on a minute. <laughs> it's just dawned on him. Matt in Great Yarmouth says, Hell is talking to someone and noticing a tiny spitball leave your mouth, which hits the other person you know and they know, but you both say nothing. Isn't that awful? That happens to me quite a lot. It's absolutely awful. No one ever says anything about it, do they? No. I feel like we just need to get that out there. The government needs to do like a leafleting campaign. I think they do. Let's talk about it. Uh, Michelle in Hersham says, Hell with me would be uh, a world full of tin openers that never quite managed to go all the way around the whole can. That's a great shout. Very good shout. Derek in St. Bozzles, your personal hell is my personal hell. Oh, wow. I, I absolutely love this. I'm right behind you. Derek says, my hell is cling film. The oh. stuff can ruin your day. A kitchen <laughs> full of rolls and sandwiches that need wrapping is pure torture. Derek, I'd go as far as saying, if it was possible, I would... Uninventive. You hate. You really hate cling film, don't you? I really hate cling film. I was trying to cling film a sandwich the other day. I was tired. Yeah. I was angry. There was about a third of the roll left, and it perished halfway down. A little strip. So half of it's going, and you can't get it back. I chuck the whole thing. That's the way to do it. Get, get a new, <laughs> if you double down on it and think, no, I'm going to keep going with this, you can go actually insane. In fact, I'll go as far as saying there are two things in life that you never buy own brand. Lou Roll and cling film. It's fair to say Richie doesn't like cling film. It adds into uh, mini roundabouts in his own personal hell. What's in yours? 8, 12, 15, and we have a belter from Catatonia next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Andrew Pike says... Hell is people being late, TV adverts for shampoo, the mess the kids leave the toothpaste tube in, and sharing a bathroom with two women with long hair. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a point. He's I've got, got a feel point. for Paul in Kingston, who's got in touch and says, trying to park. Hey? I, I know. Oh, I'm... I love the bus. <laughs> Me too. What? When you see that space, so you think, that is just about big enough. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's suddenly. a challenge. He needs oh. to get back out there, Paul. I think, I think he does. Get yourself back out there. There's two here I don't agree with either. Sean says, hell is where black pudding comes from. No, 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 no. I love black pudding. Love black pudding. Do you ever have white pudding? Have you ever had that? I wouldn't know what it was. It's a thing. Is it? Yeah. What is it? Black pudding, but white. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Uh, and it's not from hell. Uh, hell is never-ending Barry Manilow concerts, says Henry. That's not fair. That's not fair. My mum, Geraldine, loves Barry Manilow. <laughs> she went to Holland to see Barry Manilow. So phone, phone in for topic for another time. How far has your mum gone for a gig? <laughs> <laughs> when you're back from holiday, eh? <laughs> when you're back I, from holiday. If anyone needs a rest, it's you. You've started off the show getting us talking about hell. And now, <laughs> now you want long-distance mum gigs. Shall I, shall I get a song on? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to Google White Pudding. Well, let's do it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. We've been talking about your idea of hell, as you do on a Thursday afternoon so far on this show. 
Suzanne sent an interesting text. Says, guys, uh, my idea of hell is those wooden foot measurers used to get in shoe shops when you were a kid. They're terrifying. And do you know what? I've just really that's just taking me right back. That text. I used to be petrified of them. Remember those cold wooden plate foot measurer that you get in in a shoe yes, shop, with yeah, like a yeah. like a plastic clasp that would go over your kind of uh, still warm sock covered foot, and then <laughs> the, the slap of the uh, wooden clapperboard would hit the end of your toes. <laughs> yeah. Why is that so scary? Well, you didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Weird. I, I didn't. I I didn't mind those manual ones. The wooden style. The, the one that I didn't like was. When I was a kid, uh-huh. Clark's and Eastbourne, that was that was the shoe shop. <laughs> they had a big mechanical one. It was it was like a foot measurer version of a car crusher at a scrapyard. Oh my, that sounds awful. So what you do is you'd put your foot in little little tiny socked foot little, when you're a nine year old, little or whatever. tiny sweaty Richie nine year old sock. <laughs> in it goes, and then you'd have these metal things that would come in from the side, like. <laughs> And then from the back and the front. And it would give you like a computerised reading and it would tell you what your foot size was. Now, obviously, it never ever did me a scintilla of harm in my life. But But nine-year-old imaginative Richie with his sweaty sock was worried that the foot was just going to get mad. Well, for me, it's pretty much like the scene in Star Wars on the Death Star where they're getting uh, jammed together in that like garbage compactor with the little e- alien with the bug eye in the water. That's Who'd what it is. Who thought that so many people would have gone through their childhood with this fear of the foot measurer and not spoken out until 2019? I think it's time to get it off your chest. There's obviously a community <laughs> of people who are willing to rally around. Like The weird thing was, we took my daughter, my 10-month-old, at the weekend to get her feet measured and she was fine. I thought, good honour, good girl. However, I wasn't so tough back when I was a kid. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The weird thing these days is they now use iPads. They've moved on. Oh, that is... I don't know if I like that. <laughs> oh, I want the old school no, thing. No, do you know what? I don't, I don't think... It's, it's give and take. We can't say that we were scared of the foot measurer and then say we don't like the fact they've moved on to iPads. I, I know, so there's no... There's got to be a middle ground there's somewhere between the two. But a lot of you are the same. Um, an anonymous text here saying, I was just telling everyone about that, the foot crusher in Clark's. Foot crusher. When you mentioned it, now having a PTSD moment. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then Ali said... Kids certainly were petrified of that measuring machine. One of my friends was a measurer. They had to hold the child's leg in place so the foot was still. One kid was so scared as my friend held her leg, she felt a warm wet trickle coming downwards towards her knee. Do you know that sounds awful? I, I, I think I was lucky in terms of dodging the machine element of it. It sounds like something from like the Wicker Man. You were lucky of having your shoes done in a branch that didn't have the crusher. Being held down to have your feet measured. <laughs> However, it's not for everyone. Ashen Woking says, no, the foot measuring thing was heaven. It kind of slightly tickled your foot with the tape measure. I wish they still had them nowadays. There you go. Swings and roundabouts. 8.12.15 for any other comments stroke therapy on that and we have the Absolute Radio 90s next of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. It's a, it's a nice evening here in central London, which is really, really good news for my wife. Hello. Uh, because uh, this morning she has lost, uh, for the third time in a calendar month, an umbrella. 
She's done it again. She's done it again. Uh, and <laughs> oh my goodness, I I had to I had to butt my lip this morning. I couldn't believe it. It's weird because you had uh, like you having to counsel yourself about this in the office. It wasn't that long ago she did it to you again. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. So it's happened another time. It's mad, right? So like um, it had twice happened in a fortnight, and then this morning she came downstairs, getting ready to go off to work, looks out, and it's like, oh no, it's raining outside. <laughs> And <laughs> she's going to love that impression. No, she's not. I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that at all. One more time. One more time. No. Um, and um, she's like, uh, can I buy your umbrella? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, yeah, yeah, take my umbrella. And off, off she goes to work. Yeah. Comes back at lunchtime, working a half day today. I'm getting ready now to leave for work. I said, oh, where's my umbrella? It's dry at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking it's been showery this morning. May well be showery later. Just Better take the trolley. Take precautions. And she's like, oh no, so work. Left it. <laughs> this is the this is the th- like I said, a third time in a calendar month. Now obviously this umbrella, thankfully, has not been left in an Uber or left somewhere that she can't even remember. Yeah. This one's coming back to me, hopefully, tomorrow. So the other ones that she's left in places that, that ain't coming back, do you remember specifically what kind of umbrellas that you've had go by the wayside up until this point? Yes, one of them was a miniature one that uh, the handle looked like a gear knob of a car. <laughs> well, that's that's got to hurt. <laughs> it it really like did, yeah. We were only talking about heirlooms <laughs> and stuff the other day. So, gosh... That's gone. Yeah, I know. It's, it was. I was. I was gutted. So here's the ruling that I've decided to make. Right. What's going to happen is this: I'm going to buy two umbrellas. Right. One shall be Natalie's. One shall be mine. Oh. Okay. All right. This... Would you go as far as writing your name on it? How are you going to tell? Uh, I, I might put like a little Tipex dot on okay. mine or something. Just so I know it's mine. Okay. Yeah, okay. But this is the line in the sand moment. And if if she loses another one, <laughs> all right, that's it. This this one that's mine, no one's ever touching again. Well, so even if she's, you know, it's absolutely hammering down with rain outside, and she's lost her herb umbrella that you bought for her, she's, she's not... just gonna have to get wet. Unbelievable. Because because it, that is tough it's tough. It's the only way. It's the only way. This is my umbrella. No one else is allowed to touch this. So is this a system that works? Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If I sound like some kind of ogre of a husband, that's actually not the case. But if if three umbrellas have been lost in a calendar month, none of them by me, I think the policy of getting a new umbrella for myself, not lending it to anyone, and only I can touch it, is the safe way forward. So we want to find out, do you operate in some kind of system where in your house there is something that only you can touch? There's one thing in our house, right, that I'm not allowed to go anywhere near, and that is, I don't know if any other, and this is for fellas, right, I'm not allowed to go anywhere near the two uh, large pro-style hair product things that my other half, Katie's got in the shower. I've got, I'll wash my hair with, like, shower gel. I'll wash my hair with anything. I'll wash my hair with, like, dishwashing stuff, yeah? But she's got two big bottles of, like, is it Tresemme? Mm-hmm. Proper. Why have girls, like, bottles of their hair stuff? Why is it so big? <laughs> I don't know. It's so, this thing's so big you could sit on it and roll around. <laughs> but I'm not allowed. I'm not even allowed a tiny little piece of it because apparently I use too much. Like, it's going out of fashion. So I'm not allowed to touch that. Uh, Emily says, the tumble dry. My husband shrinks everything and overflows the water. Uh, Heather says... Uh, woe betide if you reorder my DVDs and CDs. Really? Yeah. 
Actually, do you know what? My friend Jeff, he has all of his uh, his CD collection and record collection in alphabetical order. So I guess if you went from real to them, that would be a wind-up. Gareth says, my Les Paul, strictly off-limits to the wife and the kids. So what, his fancy guitar? He's probably spent a grand or so on it. Not allowed to touch it. Don't you just have that feeling? Don't you just have this feeling that once Gareth is out of the house... Everyone's playing that Les Paul. That'd be great. Plug it in, have a go. <laughs> and he has no idea whatsoever. Be slash for a night. <laughs> yeah. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Someone's just tweeted in, you're playing with fire, Richie. Do you feel like you're playing with fire with this particular house rule? Right now, when I'm here... 25 miles away from home, <laughs> I feel strong. When I get home around about 8 o'clock, could be a different man. Cat's got your tongue. Uh, Phil says, actually Phil tweets and says, years ago, I paid nearly £40 for a famous brand golf umbrella. The real Madrid of umbrellas. Windproof to 60 mile an hour strong winds. First day to, uh, commuting to London on the train, left it on the overhanging luggage rack, never to be seen again. I think there were tears. What is it with this, like, emotional attachment? Two umbrellas. You see, for me, I, I don't care about them at all. Uh, if, an umbra- if I lost an umbrella, I wouldn't care. I just don't... This, you know, like, you like washing your car? Yeah. I just... I, same thing with umbrellas. This Take says them to me them. you don't invest in a good one, all right? Phil here... He's obviously bought his Real Madrid of umbrellas. Yeah. I'm lamenting the one from 10 minutes ago that had the gear, gear knob as a handing. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe if I had one with a gear stick <laughs> on the end, I'd, I'd change my tune. Alex says, uh, Richie, I've been forced to use a similar rule with our house keys. My fiance never remembers hers and frequently borrows and misplaces mine. She's now no longer allowed to use my keys, <laughs> if and it means, even if it means her being locked out until I get back from work. He adds, harsh but fair. I'm with him on this. Blimey. I'll support him. Uh, Nicole's hanging on. Nicole, what, it is, in your, uh, what is it in your house? House. Um, my hairbrush. I'm just fed up of all my family stealing it. So to stop that happening, um, just got a big chain, nailed my hairbrush to it, and it's then attached to the inside of my wardrobe. Wow. <laughs> Just in case people didn't catch that because of the phone line, you have actually gone to the uh, extremes of chaining your own f- hairbrush to the inside of your wardrobe to stop people walking off with it. That is the extreme measures, isn't it? Um, just got to be done, really. The only thing I've ever heard of being chained are two things now. Pens in banks and Nicole's hairbrush. Nicole's hairbrush. <laughs> it must be one hell of a hairbrush, then. Is it a good one, one you really like? Pretty bog standard one to be honest. I I got the idea from my brother many many years ago, um, and he did the same thing. So resulted back to uh, an idea that originated from the uh, probably late eighties, early nineties. So, so, so you're t- so you're saying that your brother also <laughs> chained his hairbrush <laughs> to a wardrobe. <laughs> Yeah, I think back then I was probably guilty of stealing it. Nicole, what kind of family is this? It's a weird family, that. (laughs) Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's so weird, right? You did the uh, face-ageing app of yourself yesterday. We were laughing about it. 
That is a rule that would come out of the mouth of the person that ended up in that photo. <laughs> it's true. I can see it coming out of his mouth. It's true. And as Greg in Bexley Heath has texted to say, I can't believe this is the same person that was only talking not that long ago about an umbrella sharing app. Do you remember my idea? Yeah. Yes. Rachel says, if only there was an app where Richie's wife could find someone to share an umbrella with. <laughs> Obviously rubbing salt in the wound. Sophie and, uh, Sophie and Bracknell, you seem to love your umbrellas. There's I do. The guy with the Real Madrid umbrella earlier on. She says, Bush and Richie, one morning it was raining on the way into work so I stopped in Superdrug and bought an umbrella then on my way home it was sunny I returned it for a refund she adds <laughs> never become addicted to an umbrella I can't understand that tough advice there as well I don't like the idea of returning a used umbrella that's really bad Sophie scandalous behaviour from Sophie bad behaviour the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. It's good to have you on board. This is the final week of 10 weeks of tickets. We're giving away tickets to see Muse live at the Birmingham Arena. All you need to do is take part in our little world-famous game that we like to call Who Claims Wins? And let's speak to contestant number one tonight. It's Mark. Mark, where are you calling from? Hi, guys. Yeah, I live in Norwich. All right. Tell us one amazing thing about Norwich. Uh, it's, got a, it's got two cathedrals. That's it? <laughs> two yeah. cathedrals. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, Roman Catholic Cathedral and uh, Church of England Cathedral. Wow, because normally one cathedral bags you the city, doesn't I, it? Cityness. I, I can't believe that I've actually questioned a guy who lives in Norwich. Yeah, he knows it's his onions. It's a bit harsh of me. But there yeah. you go. Well, that's a good. That's a very interesting Norwich-based fact. Let's go to line two and speak to Michael. Michael, where are you from? Hi, guys. I'm from Orpington. Orpington. Have you got a fact that's up there with uh, Mark's two cathedral fact about Norwich for Orpington? Um... Well, we have no cathedrals, but two tower blocks above ten flats. Okay, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Do you know what, Michael? You, you're 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 down selling Orpington. I've I've played golf outside Orpington and I had a couple of decent rounds. Oh, so really? that's all that I can oh. offer. There you go. Next time anyone asks you about Orpington, you say Richie Firth's played a couple of good rounds of golf there. <laughs> Use that one as your little fact. Right, uh, let's plough on. I think it would be best. Uh, here are the rules. We are going to give you guys a random topic that has many possible answers. Mark, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Michael, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Mark. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. Uh, if that player manages it, they win the tickets. Tickets to go-go. Go -go. <laughs> if they don't... It's tickets to no-no. No. Let's play. Who claims wins? Right then, Mark, here we go. How many win winners of the Best Picture category at the Oscars from 1990 onwards do you think you can name in 30 seconds? Ooh, two. OK, two. right. A, a, a right. low entry. Uh, Michael, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Mark to do his two? I'll go for... Four. Four for Ooh. Michael. Ooh, right. Double. Uh, Ooh. Mark, do you think you can name more than four? Do you want to challenge Michael to do his four? Since night took you, oh, I'll do five. five. Five now for Mark. Michael, do you reckon you can do more than five? Or do you want to challenge Mark to do his five? Uh, I'll go for six. Six, six for Michael. Mark, do you reckon you can do more than six? You're going to challenge Michael to do his six. Go on, go on. Let Michael have a go. Michael, yeah. 30 seconds, oh. six of these films. Go for it. Right. Uh, Titanic. Um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um, Avatar. Um, big films in the noughties. Um, oh, my God. Oh. Um, I 
single complaint. Um, oh, it's tough. Notebook. Um, big Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings. Um, now oh, time is up. Time, time is up. There's a fair few films named there. I wasn't ba- being able to keep count. Did you do enough? Were they Best Picture winners? It's very tough when you get there and, and you've got the, the lights of the stage in your eyes. Sometimes you can dry up a little bit. How many did he get? Uh, one, I'm afraid, Michael, oh, no. which is a shame, uh, being that you went for six. <laughs> so hard luck and miserations. Mark, <laughs> Mark, it does mean uh, that you are off to go and see Muse live. Excellent. Cheers, guys. That's hey. all right. Michael. Oh, don't worry about him. He's gone. He's hung up already in a, in a huff. <laughs> Off to go and see those tablocks that he was talking about. Hey, look, not only have you got two cathedrals, Mark, you've got two, two cathedrals, cathedrals and you've got tickets. Yep. Lovely. Can't beat that. No, and you we've can't. we've got nesting peregrine falcons in one of the cathedrals as well. You've got a what? A nesting peregrine nesting falcon, peregrine I think. Right, yeah. it, it, it's, it's five to six. I, I challenge anyone to have a better bird of prey fact about their local area than that. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thank you to Oldie in North Wales. He says, if a bald eagle loses a feather off one of its wings, it automatically loses one in the other wing in order to keep it perfectly balanced, which is a great bird of prey fact. However, it's not linked to any location. We can't accept it. That's incredible. Isn't that incredible? Did not know that. Good news, my friends. Check out your Absolute Radio socials because you will now see the full highlights. Five and a half minutes. Five and a half minutes. Of football goodness of yesterday's early doors five-a-side football match. Let me remind you of why this took place. Bush and I both realised we were suddenly at a state in our lives where we'd had to hang up our five-a-side football boots. We didn't have the time to play anymore family, work, shifts. I had to, I had to get my boots from the bottom of our basket in our hallway that had like uh, umbrellas and picnic blankets and everything on top of it. They had dust on them. I joke you not, when I got mine out of the shed, a moth flew out <laughs> of one of them. Now there's a, some kind of prophecy. <laughs> I know. However, we've still got it and I think you will see that when you have a look at the video that has gone up online. Uh, and we, you know, I don't want to big us up too much here but I think it's pretty nice of us giving you five minutes of that quality. It's a little bit like you know when they put the Champions League final on for free on YouTube. Yes. It's, like, it's that quality, isn't it? That level. It is quality, alright? In there they'll see your goal that you scored past me. And my little uh, Bebeto rock the baby dance your as well. celebration. Thank you. There is a good save of mine in there. There is. I'll say one thing, alright? I don't, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to air dirty laundry in public. And he's not been moaning about this during the previous song. (laughs) Not in a million years. I don't understand how one of our work colleagues can spend two days on this and five and a half minutes of highlights and there aren't more of my saves in there. Because otherwise I just look like I'm crap. (laughs) There's a lot of you rolling around on the floor and (laughs) apologising. Oh, man. I'm going to have to have a word with them about it tomorrow because I don't think it's representative of what happened. It's, it's condensed highlights, but yes, there's a lot of firth on the floor. Hey, speaking of the floor, thank you to Play Football. They lent us an amazing pitch in Whitechapel for the morning yesterday. They have the very best 3G football pitches right across London. Uh, so if you want to do a little get-together like this, maybe you and, you and your workmates want to come out of retirement like we have. Go and speak to them at Play Football, top draw. I have to say, the quality of the pitch was fantastic. It was good, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I guess your face was close enough to it each time you were picking the ball out of the net. Stick a song on. Absolute Radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Love it, brand new music from Liam Gallagher. You're listening to Hometime on Absolute Radio. It's quarter past six. So check out the video up online, up on the Absolute Radio Facebook, on our Twitter page as well. Uh, the five and a half minutes of highlights of our five-a-side football match yesterday morning took place at 8 a.m. in the morning. Oof. You're going to see Bush with his quality out on the pitch. Thank you very much. You're going to see a save of mine, which... <laughs> Undoubtedly shows some quality. We need we need we need to release a highlights reel of you, don't we? We need to get those bits that that didn't come through and then release a highlights reel. I'm going to be rustling up some cash when I get home tonight, <laughs> coming back in and paying somebody to put out an actual highlights reel of my son. We need we need a video of you doing those things. It's like like you remember George Ware's brother. <laughs> They bought him off the video. Seriously, you're that's gonna, what we need. You, you're going to be listening and thinking, "I wish he'd stop mithering," but I promise you, it's different to what you saw. <laughs> but okay, it, it's it might sound like a stretch, but I think you could watch this and think, "Do you know what those two? If they weren't on the radio, could have had football careers. We could, we could have, we could have been there, couldn't we? Do you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely, I think so. Yeah, and I don't think that's too far a stretch to say that we both could be quite easily uh, Premier League football players. So we could, could have been professional footballers. Actually ended up as, as radio presenters. Bang average radio presenters. <laughs> Bang average. Bang average. Let's have a little 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 survey right now. What could you have been and what are you right now? Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and I have started looking at the full highlights that have uh, gone out of yesterday's uh, Early Doors Five-A-Side football match that we uh, organised and got a bunch of you playing in. And we've looked at these highlights and thought, you know what, yeah, we, we could have cut it. We could, could have been. I, I know, and I don't think it's too much to say. Maybe international standard. Yes. Maybe yeah, international yeah, yeah. standard. Yeah. I've Maybe. just been corrected as well. I was saying, obviously, we want a highlights reel of Richie's saves, which have, have been strangely omitted from the video. George Weyer's cousin, not brother, that's what I was talking about. Uh, yes, and thank you very much, actually, to Dave in Hull, who's got in touch. Uh, I've been moaning about how a lot of my saves appear to have not made this five-and-a-half-minute highlights reel. Yeah. Don't understand why. <laughs> uh, Dave says, send me all the footage and I'll sort it for you. Dave, that might happen. Yeah, I, I, I can see that happening as well. I'd like to see that, personally. But, yes, uh, what could you have been and what are you right now? Someone here, they haven't put their name to it, says, Darby wanted to sign me when I was 15. My dad said I was too young. <gasps> I'm now a cleaner. Oh, so you didn't get the chance to go and do it. Never got the chance. Uh, it doesn't always have to be football, although this no. one is. Callum from Liverpool says, could have been a pro footballer. I had a contract at Wrexham, but I broke my arm. I was a goalkeeper, ended up being a structural engineer instead. And uh, Mark from Nottingham on his way home says, I could have been a grease monkey, but now I'm an engineering assistant manager. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Jamie Brentford, as uh, Brentwood rather, has uh, has got in touch saying, "I definitely could have been a loose head prop." What is that? Rugby player. Oh, I thought it was part of an engine. <laughs> I know, I know absolutely nothing about rugby. I don't know anything about rugby. I don't even know the difference between the one. What's the one where they all huddle and then there's the other one where they, they tap someone on the bum and then they carry on running? <laughs> that is Union versus Lee. There you go, in a nutshell. But I think you know more than you've uh, claimed, actually, there. Uh, Jamie could have been a loose air prop. Actually, a line controller for the London Underground. Oh, you'd love that job, wouldn't you? I would. Better than this. If there was any train-based job, what would you go for? Do you have anything you like? You like? Driver, Eurostar. 
Really check you out right at the creme de la creme. Top speed and uh, international. Little rattling china cup as you pick up speed <laughs> having a little latte <laughs> on the way out of uh, King's, King's Cross. Anthony says, could have been down the pub enjoying a refreshing pint and Hunter's chicken. I'm instead at home waiting for the crispy pancakes to cook. Bit, of a, bit of a theme here. James yeah. says, could have been at home right now with a cup arm in the car park at the station waiting for my wife to get off the train. Can you lot stop ruining it for yourselves? <laughs> The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I feel that at this juncture, uh, and now that you've listened to the podcast, we need to offer an apology. Um, we're both really tired. We're both we're very tired. We've eaten and drunken badly today. Yep. That's not even a word, is no, it? I like it. Uh, we've I, I've eaten just muck today. It's really bad. I've eaten two bags of Skittles today. It's been that bad. You went to the corner shop mm-hmm. for a little. We had a little booster of. Um, we kind of egg each other on before the show sometimes to eat mm. absolute turt. You you got yourself two bags of Skittles. Uh, yes. And yeah. did you? Were they both the same flavour? Uh, yeah, the Rainbow Original. But wasn't one of them a bit different? Ah, uh, now sorry. Yes, I did buy one that um, they've taken the shell off. They've deshelled a skittle. They've called them Skittles Chewies. Oh, so no. the flavour is good. The flavour is what you recognise, but your, your your gums and your teeth aren't having to work so hard because there's no shell on it. It's so just the innards. Side by side with the standard skittles, what's your thoughts? Is it the difference between, say, getting tucking into a hard boiled egg and then a soft boiled egg? Um, I'd say actually. If it was a blind taste test, uh-huh. no difference whatsoever. Oh, really? Just the yeah. shell is the difference? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I just thought it would be good to know where we stand on the whole Skittles thing. So there you go. Um, some Skittles-based chat to end the podcast with. If you want more Skittles-based chat, well, I feel like we've we've uh, curtailed it a little bit because we know that we're running out of time here. But <laughs> yeah. we're, we're more than happy to talk further about this if the public demand it. Drop us an email, hometimeatabsoluteradio.co.uk. Bill Bailey, thoughts on Skittles? <laughs> It's the podcast has officially come to an end.